looking to reduce your energy bills, Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! And this is Paul Cooney in Glasgow with Mark Guidi and Andy Walker as the draw is about to get underway for the Champions League 23-24. The luminaries are arriving. Sadly, Mark Guidi, nobody from Rangers will be there. They drop down to the Europa League after that 5-1 Defeat last night against PSV. What do you make of it? Well, it's a sore one uh, for Rangers, Paul, um, to lose by by five goals to one. Totally unacceptable. I don't buy into all this. So it's actually a, a blessing in disguise uh, that we're in the Europa League nonsense once again. You're losing ground in Celtic financially, so that means Celtic could be more than ten million quid up uh, again from the finances coming in from Europe. So it's a sore one from Rangers. It's unacceptable, and for Michael Beale as a manager, I think he has to win. On Sunday, Sunday is absolutely massive. At Ibrox, in front of 50,000 Rangers supporters, Michael Beale has to go and win a game that matters because so far, you compare his record to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst won a cup, got Rangers into the Champions League and still was sacked. Michael Beale's record as Rangers manager not even anywhere close to um, the achievements of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. So big pressure on the Rangers manager. It's a crucial few days coming up, probably for both managers. Brendan Rodgers has only been there for two months, second time round. First though, Andy, you've played in the European Cup. What do you feel for Rangers? Were you surprised by the margin of the defeats? Yeah, I wasn't surprised that Rangers lost, but I was surprised at the manner of the, the defeat to lose five goals and without Jack Butland, you might have lost seven or eight goals. So Rangers were, were never in it. And I think it does highlight just how well Giovanni Van Bronckhurst did getting um, Rangers into the Champions League. That was a that was a tremendous achievement. And I was really surprised at the starting lineup. Uh watched it with a few friends and we were all surprised that Ryan Jack wasn't playing and Rangers were going for it immediately. And uh, you know, they were up against a, a good side. But had they had they played a bit differently, I I don't think it would have been such a, a vast margin that they lost by. Rangers fans, what are you thinking? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. You've dropped down to the Europa League and the draw will be made tomorrow. So this time tomorrow night we'll have it by then. I think it's lunchtime tomorrow. But tonight, in the next two hours, we'll have the draw here. Andy, live in Monaco. Well, live from the <laughs> Gorbals. But you've seen them and we love the Gorbals. The new Gorbals. Who's there? A few uh Adopted Scots, at least one of them you saw coming in a few moments ago. Well, it was really good to see Henrik Larsson, who looked pretty cool, just walking mm. along the red carpet to take his place. Um, and my goodness, what Celtic would give for a, a striker of his uh, quality. I know they've got Kyogo, but uh, Larsson was in a, a league of his own over the last, what, 20 years or so. Sure was. Did I see Klinsman there as well? Mark, who, of course, had a yeah. Scottish connection because he played Race Rovers, remember, years ago. It's <laughs> yeah. true, isn't it? Bayern Munich yeah. 0, Race Rovers 1, Danny Lennon. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, Jürgen Klinsman is there. All, all your usual dignities we come to make the draw. Um, and uh, just about to get underway, Paul. It's always exciting times. Oh, Love yeah, the Champions sure. League. Draw. You usually yeah. need, a, need a deep breath and a, a large half once the draw is made. <laughs> Some of the potential <laughs> outcomes, but... Yeah, it's always exciting at this time. Celtic have rejected a 450,000 bid from an unnamed Premier League 
club for Rocco Vata. We talked about him last night. Looks as though he's going to go. But should he have been given a chance at Celtic just now? Anyway, what is happening at the moment? There's things, what, less than what a day and a half to go to the transfer window. Shuts midnight tomorrow night in Scotland. Uh, Mark, where will we go? Nat Phillips in town. That looks like a loan. It's not confirmed yet, but the defender from Liverpool. What do you yeah, think? a loan until January, yeah. Paul. They needed reinforcements in that, that area of the team. I think he's a real solid signing. He's at a good age. He's got good experience. Been well-schooled uh, at Liverpool. Watched him a few games uh, for them. He's solid enough, just what Brendan Rodgers is looking for. And I think Lagerbielk and Nat Phillips will be the central defensive partnership on Sunday. Um Palmer's in yep. as well. And That's one done or two, and dusted, isn't it? Yep. Three and a half million. Yeah, yep. five-year contract. And Brendan Rodgers and the staff still looking at one or two other positions, um, particularly a left-back as well. Um, they're looking at that area to, to fill that part of the team. What about the Benfica midfielder, Andy? Young Paolo Bernardo, 21, could be coming in. He's in Glasgow today. Apparently he's due to arrive. Might be a six-month loan deal for him. Yeah, apparently a bit of a powerhouse and I think Celtic could do with a bit of energy, a bit of physique, uh, a bit of drive in the, the middle of the park just to get that good chemistry going. You've obviously got Callum McGregor there who's got tremendous experience in uh, international and European football and you just want to get that chemistry right for, for Celtic to have a chance. Brendan Rodgers has already said they want to make some sort of mark in Europe, uh, improve Celtic on the, the European stage and uh, I think it's entirely reasonable I think it's achievable if you've got uh, the right players A new long term contract we revealed it last night but we saw it in the record sport breaking that Leila Bada a long term deal 2026 and that would be good news for Celtic fans especially his record against Rangers Yeah he tends to play well in the big games I think he's a player who can develop further I think he can improve even more as you say, he's already got this terrific habit of scoring in the big goal, uh, the big occasion, especially against Rangers. So I think the Celtic supporters will will welcome that news that he's extended his stay. And at Rangers, will they sign any more now that they're down to the Europa League? Maybe not. I mean, that's 20 million. I don't care what anyone says. It's 20 to 25 million. Glenn Kamara, very close to completing a multi-million pound deal to Leeds. I'm not sure, somewhere between three and five million. We don't know yet. But Mark, what about Ben Davies? Stoke City interest in taking him? Yeah, I think there's a bit of interest down south in, in Ben Davies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe Stoke looking to try and get some kind of loan there. I think Rangers will try and you know shift um, a couple of players off the wage bill. I'd be surprised, um, given the financial loss last night of not getting into the Champions League, that they add any more. So I think it's maybe looking at to get two or three out. Michael Beale's you know, made no secret of that, that he needs to trim uh, a bit of fat in terms of what he carries in the squad. And I'm sure financially as well, it wouldn't do any harm to, to get one or two out the door. And also, Hak Sabanovic. Um, there's a big offer in from Pauk. So they paid, what, £2 million for him. We know he went onto social media a few days ago, Andy. Um, earlier in the week, we spoke about it with Barry and Mark and they were saying, no, I wouldn't have that. You should chap the door. Do you think it looks as he, though he's going to Greece? Yeah, he seems to be unhappy. He seems to want to be out the door. I'm sure Celtic will want to get rid of him if he's if he's not committed. I liked him. I thought, he'd, uh, I thought he had good ability. I thought he was another who could have improved, but... He had good skill. I like the fact that he always went up to a defender, tried to make something happen, tried to go past players. And he scored a few important goals. But Celtic, have, they have got a plethora of wide players. And Luis Palmer, of course, the uh, the newest one. And he'll be a right-footed player playing on the left-hand side. And I think the Celtic supporters will want to see big things from him and be a, 
be the type of personality player that, that Jota was last season. All right, we're going to bring you the draw as it happens. Rangers fans as well, what are you thinking? Let's go straight on to the lines because a lot of calls coming in. 08, 08, 17, 17. At 700 uh, as fans in general Stephen from Ardentini Good evening Stephen Good evening there panel How are you tonight? And Good How are you? Stephen? I'm, not, yeah, I'm not very happy After last night's result Right They said it was a blue moon Flying over The Rangers are playing PSV But I think it was a full moon And the Wolves of PSV Came out and just Mutilated Rangers But I really think This weekend With uh, uh, Michael Beale And Brendan Rodgers this old Firm game. Mm-hmm. I think Everhoogie's beat here. If one of them's going down the road. Because I don't think Celtic, under Brendan Rodgers, is going to last. I don't think under Michael Beale, he's going to last at Rangers. And I think the two of them this weekend is going to decide what manager stays and what one goes. Stephen, e- even the after... Will that, that be game four of a 38-game season? Forget I don't really care if it's 34 or 54 mm-hmm. or 4. Brendan Rodgers should never have been back to Celtic and Michael Beale is not the man to lead Rangers because as far as I'm concerned the players that Michael Beale has signed are pub players they can't beat Kilmarnock so what chance do they have against PSV? Well they're clearly Celtic couldn't even yeah. beat Kilmarnock mm. they're having a laugh here mm. the two of them are far as concerned I really think this weekend will put Michael Beale's job on the line as Brendan Rodgers as I speak Mark, clearly they're not pub players. That's no, I know the first thing I mean, you want to first say. First of all, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Stephen's got a right to, to sure. make a point, but yeah. he's been disrespectful. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not pub players. They're, they're trying yeah. their best. It's just not worked out. And you know, he's then contradicted himself because he's basically saying neither manager's good enough. Yeah. Regardless, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what happens uh, on Sunday. Then, so you're basically saying that Brendan should go away and Michael Beale's not the right man um, for Rangers. So look, we'll wait Correct. and see if Rangers lose Correct. on yeah. Sunday, Paul. I, yeah, I think Michael Beale's under serious pressure. Really, this early? He's no, been no, given the money. He's, been, he's, he's ten yeah. months in the job. Yeah. He's it's his team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, f- for his own sake, Paul. Some of his statements in his media conferences, he sets himself up for a fall. Some of his comments, for his own but, sake, really needs to rein it in. It doesn't do himself any favours or his team at times, to be honest. Um, and he's not just in the door. And let like I say, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was sacked having won a cup and got Rangers into the Champions League the board have backed him they've backed him to some tune even given back to, to Raskin and Cantwell um, in January it was all about getting his players getting his team in and um, he's not covered himself in glory as Rangers manager when he has faced a proper test so if you look at his tests as Rangers managers games they have to win for me he's only won one game that he's had to win that was against Servet to get to the stage of being against PSV over two two legs other big tests Celtic in the league Celtic in the Scottish Cup Celtic in the League Cup he's not won a game that, that that's really mattered and as Rangers manager that's not good enough and come Sunday I don't think Rangers will ever have a better chance of beating Celtic and if he can't do it on Sunday I don't think the Rangers supporter or the boardroom would be overly happy about and that. you said Mark on Monday as did Barry Rangers probably go in as favourites on form well, home that, advantage massive Paul I course. think at that game does that change after last night because it was a 5-1 result yeah I mean obviously I think Rangers will, will be wounded I think I would say, describe Rangers as, as wounded I'd describe Celtic as fragile mm-hmm. um, okay. but I think the home advantage is massive but if you want to be bottom line is Michael Beale has been backed by the Rangers board and the Rangers fans are buying season tickets to see their team lift the Premiership trophy mm-hmm. in May 
if you don't beat Celtic on Sunday that suggests you ain't going to win the league Andy what would you say we'll go back to you in a minute Stephen hold on yeah I think if both teams are at their best I would expect Celtic to win I still think they've got more quality I understand what Mark's saying about uh, Michael Beale being under more pressure because it is a home game it is a game that that really matters it is a game that if you do win I think it gives every uh, Rangers supporter a bit of belief that they can win big games when there's something at stake you know towards the end of last season I think Celtic had switched off clearly Ange Postecoglou had word about going to Tottenham and maybe getting out of Celtic their form wasn't good uh, but they had already secured the title and um, it's a massive game on Sunday and there will always be a bit of pressure on these games especially now I like the fact that it comes so early in the season match day four the two of them going at it, both of them, you know, not in the best form. Uh, but if they were, both of them, to hit top form, I would expect Celtic to win. And Celtic really need to show the fact that they've got a, a better, you know, financial footing than Rangers. You, you need to uh, see it on the park. And they'll get more money because Rangers are not in the Champions League. It's an extra two and a half million for Celtic. Stephen, I'm bringing you back in. What was your point on Brendan Rodgers? He won seven out of seven last time. That's correct. He's been trying tested and he went away. Yeah. He's never come back. This time he's not going to win any. I genuinely believe Celtic will not win nothing. And I think Big Ange knew he took that team as far as he could. So he jumped ship and went to Tottenham. Brendan Rodgers only come back for the, for the 10 million over the three years but he's going to be paid in a salary, allegedly. And bon- plus bonuses. No other team in England actually come in for Brendan Rodgers after Leicester. Not one team in England come near him. Celtic grabbed him. They should never have been near him. Brendan Rodgers has had his time with Celtic. And this team, that he's brought, these players that he's brought in... You don't think that's harsh? No chance. Yeah. No, it's not harsh. Kamarnock put them right out of the cup. Yeah, but every team... Sorry, Stephen, so just to no. pick up your point sure. then. So Brendan Rodgers isn't going to win anything. You're not having Mike. I, I, yeah. I, I think okay. Celtic will win nothing. Okay, that, that, that's fine. If you let if you let us finish, I don't think you're making any sense. To be perfectly honest, you're contradicting. No, you're contradicting yourself. So you don't fancy Michael Beale. Sorry, let me finish, Stephen. Okay. You don't fancy Michael Beale as the Rangers manager. So are they not going to win anything either? Is it is it Saint Man for the title? Is it? I had an argument with Sam Allardyce a few years ago in Talk Sport mm-hmm. about Saint Mirren. Saint Mirren won. The championship and come back into the Premier League. They should have actually been part of the Champions League with Rangers and Celtic are in. And Sam Allardyce didn't know where to go with But you're, uh, what I'm actually trying to see is Kilmarnock beat Rangers, yeah. Kilmarnock beats Celtic, Callum Davison won the double yep. with St Johnston, mm-hmm. and everybody thought I said that before on Clyde One with Hugh Keevans, and their laugh time is a crank. Who won it? Callum Davison. So don't dismiss me as somebody who's been in Scottish football. Uh, I had a conversation the other day okay. with Gordon Smith. 
Yeah, well, listen, we're going to move on, Stephen, because we've given you your chance. We're getting a litany of people here, including Hugh getting a mention, <laughs> venerable journalist. Is he still on? Are they still doing it? But thank you for making the switch from five. And Stephen, you're entitled to your opinion. It did seem a bit harsh. So Michael Beale, P45, if he doesn't win on Sunday, you feel. Uh, and Brendan Rogers shouldn't have come back and they'll win nothing. Is that a fair summary, Andy? Yeah. Did I see Mike Mulroney there, the chairman of and the president of the SFA there in Monaco? Yeah, he's the boss at Aloha, isn't he? He's the yeah. owner at Aloha. Mike, I, I, I saw him there at yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I saw him. I'm just wondering why he's there. Oh, yeah, just trying to SFA. <laughs> I was yeah, trying to get away from Steve. League duty, yeah. He's, a point, he's allowed his opinion, but and he doesn't support either team. So that was a good question. Who was going to come through then as team number three? But we're not dismissing you at all. Let's hear what Michael Beale was saying last night um, about the performance. It was just a level too high for him. Oh, listen, I think they're a very, very good team. I thought we found it very, very hard to look after De Jong and the number 10 and they won the duels with our centre-backs and it made the game difficult for us. As a team throughout, we could have shown more quality. Um, I felt we started the game quite well, but we ended up sitting deep and we couldn't stay with the ball. And that was partly due to our quality, but also partly to the way that PSV stayed with the ball and counter-pressed us. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that we were terrible because I also think the other team, the resistance was stronger than this team's faced this season. And uh, the level was too much for us. That was clear. Yep, 7-3 in aggregate. Derek's on the line. Good evening, Derek. Hi, Derek. So what do you make of it? Uh, I think if he doesn't win on Sunday, Paul, he's got to the game. Why? He's not won any big games. He's just putting the team together. I, I would imagine he would say if. I mean, it's a big if. Do you think you'll win on Sunday? Poor line. We'll try and get you back on in a moment or two. But Derek is a regular attender at Ibrox. And you hear him there, Andy? The, yeah. I, the idea of sacking a manager after four games, yeah. someone who's putting a new team together, it does seem a wee bit absurd because then you move on a step who comes in to replace them? What manager, what, what budget would you have to compete with Celtic? And uh, I think the Rangers board seem to have backed him with yeah. uh, some money to get uh, a good number of players. I think their best performance was at home against PSV where, you know, I think we all enjoyed the 90 minutes. I think we all accepted that, um, you know, PSV were a, were a good side and Rangers were up against it. But, on the night, Rangers played a lot of good stuff. They were very attack-minded. They've got that same level of support on Sunday and they're up against their, their greatest rivals. So there, there is more pressure, I think, on Michael Beale and his Rangers team to win it. Let's hear a bit more from Michael Beale. Derek, we're trying to get you back. Yeah, listen, I felt I think we're playing against an excellent team over two legs. There was times in the in the two games where we did well and and obviously we scored three goals over the two games, so we're bitterly disappointed with the way we defended at times in key moments over the two legs. And certainly tonight, when we get the game back to 2-1, you put a little bit of intrigue in the air, but so to go and concede straight away. And I thought the story of the two legs was that we couldn't handle Saibari and De Jong we, as, as a team in, in everything that we tried. We couldn't, couldn't handle them. In times in the second half tonight, we had to go for it, obviously, because we were down at half-time. And we actually had opportunities in the second half to score more goals. But 
I think it's clear for everyone over the two games that it's fair that PSV go through and, and they're an excellent team. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Back on the lines 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. My goodness, Andy, they draw out here, don't they? They drag it on. <laughs> no sign of uh, the first draw yet. They're just bringing all the, the balls out the pot. Bringing out the yep. top seeds. Let's go on the line. Derek was on a few moments ago. Hi, Derek. Hi, Paul. Uh, as I say, Paul, yep. uh, he's, he's not won any of the big games yet. They won at Christmas. They won at Parkhead. They took up games. And last night, that's five games, zero wins. If he doesn't win his team, then I think he would win the major pressure. And his signings is, is no better than what we already had. He told us it would be fast forward and free football. The better quality. I've yet to see better quality, and they're not a game that I've enjoyed under his stewardship. Really, it's struggling to beat Great, great Morton. If it wasn't for Jack Butlin, it would have been out in the, the first round of Europe. Yeah, he he's, he's, Jack not, he's not for me. Sorry, it's a terrible limit. We did I think get what the gist there. I think what yep. you'll find, Paul, is if Celtic are one up, if Celtic are two up, it's a stadium full of Rangers supporters. They will absolutely let everyone know what they're thinking about the, the performance the result Michael Beale all the rest of it and that's why it's critical that uh, Rangers do win one of these so-called uh, games that matter I mean they all matter but it, it's something that uh, he needs to needs to get rid of that tag Andy I guess it is hard at this point of the season to say how do they compare with this time last year but Rangers played PSV and I know it's a different team both teams but doesn't look as though Rangers... So have Rangers improved in any way since this time last year, Andy? It doesn't look like it. And of course, you've got to remember they had a vastly experienced manager, someone who knew how to get through a difficult tie. Rangers were... Like this year, they were they were underdogs. But somehow, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst came up with a game plan and, and got them through. And he has to be admired for that. Derek? Uh, I think if, if Gio was given more, uh, the money that Michael Bill, uh, we wouldn't have been in the position we're in. He's, he's, he's signed, was it £6 million for Danilo? And we had to see him, and he's, he's going back to the old guard again yeah. of, of, of Cameo. Yeah. Uh, and, and Tavernier and, and players like that that haven't won Rangers at all. Mark? I mean, is it two trophies out of possible 36? That's a dreadful thing. Yeah, I mean, look, it depends. A few things to take into account. I think if, if Rangers lose on, on Sunday, then I think question marks hang over Michael Beale for sure. However, it depends what his remit is. So, so you've got to remember, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was sacked by Douglas Park and Stuart Robertson. They then appointed Michael Beale. You've now got John Bennett as chairman and James Biggs as chief executive. So what, what is their remit? Now, given Stephen Gerrard was given three years to win a title. He won one, one trophy in three seasons. And was that it was a massive was Stephen Gerrard? Well, who knows? We don't know, but that that's that's what he that's what he got. So, if the the mindset of the Rangers were well, actually you know we we are two years behind Celtic, we're going to give we we are we're not accepting, but we'll allow Celtic to win three in a row, and it's it's next year Michael or are they saying no second best isn't it good enough for this club? We've given the manager nine or ten new signings. They've been his signings. You could argue that some of the signings last summer weren't Giovanni Van Bronckers, but every one of these signings are Michael Beale, and he's made that clear. So it depends, it depends what the mindset and what they think is fair for him to deliver. But I'm sure if you're a Rangers supporter or a Rangers player, Michael Beale, if you can't beat Celtic on Sunday, 
then where is the evidence to suggest that you can go and win the league? For me, there is none. But if they're willing to accept that, fair enough. If not, he comes under serious pressure. Derek? Mark, your comparison's absolute nonsense. The Rangers didn't spend the amount of money that they spent under Michael Bale. And Gerard was a very lucky manager when they stopped the season at the name of the row year. Your comparison's absolute nonsense, I told you. Because as much as Gerard's Derek, I, did, I didn't mention what I didn't mention figures in terms of money. What I said was Stephen Gerrard was given three years. I didn't say that was right. I didn't say it was wrong. I'm giving you a bit of factual evidence. Stephen Gerrard was given three years. I wasn't making a comparison. I was given factual evidence, Derek. Rangers were in a terrible mess. Gerrard came in and 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 had no money to spend. He was off scraps. Michael Beer's been given a substantial transfer budget. Fifty million pound to build the squad in Scottish football, and the football we're watching is absolutely right. Uh, that, that, that's that's fair enough. Actually, but I wasn't making a comparison. I wasn't making a comparison. I was giving you evidence yeah. as to what a previous manager was given in terms of time by a different regime. Derek, thanks for that call. Not the best line. Uh, the manager, you all agree in this. He praised someone who did play well, Jack Butland, despite when you see the headlines at the end when he's scrambling for the own goal. But he praised the goalkeeper. Yeah, I think Jack's shown he's a quality goalkeeper. I think it was a fantastic signing for us on a free transfer of his age and his, his capabilities for sure. And do we hear that? Did, why did Ryan Jack not start? I think every time I pick a team, someone's going to be surprised someone's not playing. I don't think they had any outcome in the outcome of, of, of the final result of the game. I think it was clear over the two legs, the better team's gone through. So we can pick the bones in. He could have played or he could have played. I think PSV are a good team and they showed it against us tonight. Quite a few of you are on the socials there saying, why did he change? Why was it not Ryan Jack? And Michael Beale said, yeah, we need to improve for the Champions League and indeed for the Europa League. I think this group's got a way to go because it's a new team. The, the, most, uh, the most important thing for our fans, for the players, for myself, is to get there via the domestic competition. We have to win our home league and, and we haven't done that for a couple of seasons and our focus is on that. We have a huge game at the weekend. We'll pick the bones out of tonight in the international break. Our focus now has to be on recovering and preparing for the weekend at starting the season. Going into this international break, we obviously wanted to try and make the Champions League. We've fallen short. We wanted to be in the quarterfinal of the Cup and we want to be top of the league. Two of those things, or the last one of those things, is in our hands now. Our focus has to be on that. And it's clear as a team we need to improve at this level. I think PSV are an excellent team. I think this PSV team is the strongest team I've seen from this club in a while. Some European games tonight as well. Of course, Hearts and Action's going to be tough. What, they're 2-1 down, aren't they? And Pauk, Pauk who've made an offer, apparently agreed terms with Haksabanovic's agent. We're still waiting to hear from Celtic. Um, Hibs, least said, the manager's gone. 5-0 last week against Villa. They're at Villa Park. And uh, Aberdeen, 2-2. In the box seat, they would love to get into the Europa, Europa League well, they're guaranteed European football at whatever yeah. level, but I agree with you, Paul. It would be great to see them in the Europa League. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get a, a real class of, of side going back to Pataudry again, which is what we all want to see. Liverpool remain adamant that Salah is not for sale, even at 150 million. He's 31 years old and a 1.5 million pounds a week salary. But more importantly for Scottish fans, he's there. Nat Phillips has moved from. Liverpool to Celtic, Mark. Yeah, loan deal until uh, January, Paul. Like I say, he's a powerful player, he's got a bit of experience. 
and uh, exactly what Celtic uh, have been uh, have been looking for. So yeah, good bit of business, I think. I, I played against these old man a couple of times yeah. in old firm games. What would that be? Late eighties, and then Jimmy was a teammate of mine at Bolton. What for, was he like? For us. Oh, lovely yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, good player, left back. And I think he still holds a position at the Bolton Academy. He's sort of Bolton born and bred and and uh, a lovely guy. Did he give you a hard time playing up against him? He was a good player. Yeah. Uh, but it was the season we won the league, so uh, yeah. we, we maybe think we got the better of him. smile there. Yep, so there's the news. There's so much on the go. We're watching, obviously, there in uh, Monaco, Monte Carlo. Mark and Andy know it really, really well. We're, just, we're still waiting <laughs> to see uh, who's coming out of the hat. My goodness. They, well, like... Harry Kane's going back to Old Trafford. Uh, it is uh, Bayern Munich in with Man United. So that is a, that's a tasty looking group to begin with. Well of done, course, Andy. Celtics yeah. in pot four, Paul. So they've done yes. pot one. They're now doing pot two. At, at the so, pace they're going, yeah. we should see Celtic come out the pots <laughs> about half eight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're in charge, aren't you, of that? Then you'll give us uh, up to date. So, yeah, Harry Kane, Old Trafford. Well, lots of people. I mean, this time, what, a few months ago? People thought he would be at Old Trafford and he's going to be there but in Champions League action. Rangers sadly not going to be in Champions League action but it's going to be Europa League and that draw will be made tomorrow lunchtime. And as the programme goes on, if we get the draw done, attention will turn to... It's a massive game, isn't it? Rangers against Celtic. Always is. On Sunday. And especially Always. the first one of the yeah. season and given that uh, both sides are, are not in great form, uh, I think Celtic fans expected uh, a bit more. Obviously, starting the season with a good victory against Ross County, but you know the 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 home draw uh, against uh, Kilmarnock, losing in the league, uh, uh, the home draw against St Johnson, losing in the League Cup to Kilmarnock, and both games not scoring a goal. That has to improve at the weekend. Celtic have to score. It's phenomenal in the pot too. Is Real Madrid? Of course, they were. You know, they've won it more than anyone else, and they were the defending champions until what just May June there when Man City won it. So just shout, Andy. Uh, They're in with Napoli. Yeah. Napoli, Napoli of course. and Real Madrid, and Arsenal have got uh, oh. Seville. Wow. Sevilla, Sevilla of course, yeah. Serial winners nice in, part of in, the the, uh, in the other tournament. And of course, yeah. Napoli in the same tournament as Rangers last season. And that was arguably one of Rangers' best performances, wasn't it, Mark? It was. Rain yeah, Andy, they did as well. For Celtic fans, so Lewis Palma is in. Mm. Nat Phillips is in on yep. loan. Lewis yep. Palma, three and a half million. Is he the new Jota? Is that the challenge? It, it, his numbers are good, Paul. Mm. Uh, the, yeah. You know, the, the chat at Celtic, uh, they're, they're absolutely thrilled um, to get him. They see him as a, as a real good talent. And most importantly, not a project. He's first team ready, Paul. And uh, mm -hmm. he'll certainly have been involved at some stage on Sunday. Well, he starts again, but big shout. But the thing is, you're in the door now. You're going to get Friday, Saturday to prepare uh, with your team teammates. Same with Nat Phillips. So I think Nat Phillips will definitely start. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be saying, I'd, I'd, I'd probably see Palma starting as well. Right. Mark, what are your contacts telling you about Paolo Bernardo? Have you phoned Hugh? As, as, Andy, <laughs> as Andy said, powerful. Uh, player Benfica not looking to sell him but want to put him out on loan again they had him out on loan last year only a handful of first team starts for Benfica mm -hmm. 21 year old again um, despite his, his kind of lack of first team football Paul he's regarded as again a first team ready player not a project just a loan deal Haksabanovic what's your view Mark on it would you let him go take some money take a few million yeah get, get him out the door yeah. just get what you can in, in from um, uh Selfish, um, his remarks um, on Sunday morning uh, for a club that's had a couple of bad results uh, and doesn't smack to me of a, of a team player when you do something like that, Paul. 
and um, you know you don't want somebody in a dressing room that potentially uh, could poison things so I think you get him at the door Would you chase Burnaby for putting a like in? Yeah well I, well, I believe yeah. Celtic are looking at left back options Paul so that suggests yeah. to me that Bernabeu will be on his way as well he gave the ball away the other day which could have given uh, St Johnson a victory at Celtic I don't know if you remember that one slight pass and uh, was it Stevie May who yeah, there's some, there, there yeah. strikes me as something not being quite right at Celtic at the moment I don't yeah. quite know what it is but uh, everything would change in a positive mm. aspect if you go to Ibrox on Sunday and win uh, no one expected Celtic to lose to Kilmarnock and Kilmarnock deserved it. I think that's the biggest thing to say. St. Johnson also deserved their point at Celtic Park. So um, there's a lot of room for improvement there, Celtic at the start of the season and no bigger place to do it than at Ibrox on Sunday. A lot of you coming on, Celtic fans are saying with Celtic being in Champions League on their own as a Scottish club, it will be up to £30 million into the coffers and how are they going to spend it? It looks as though they are because it'll be big money for people like um, Paolo Bernard if he comes... Phillips, Andy, that will be big wages. I don't know what the deal will be with Liverpool. It's a loan deal. But well, obviously Celtic are struggling in the centre-back position. Yeah. They've got Carter Vickers, they've got uh, Navroski, who've got a, a bit of an injury that will take a few months. His loan deal is to January. I think they will assess things then. But like Mark, I wouldn't be surprised if he was thrown in at the deep end on Sunday. Jack, a Rangers fan, is on saying, Andy, do you think Rangers will sign Harry Souter on loan? Or is that gone now with the Champions League hopes? I, have no idea where Rangers are getting their money. They they certainly backed um, Michael Beale and they backed him early to get business done and they, they wanted to be ready for the big fixtures, but they were they were well short last night. Any update on the Champions League? Well, Shakhtar, the yeah. Ukrainian team, I mean, they I think they played their yeah. games in Warsaw last yeah. uh, season, but they're in a group with Barcelona and Porto. Celtic had them last season. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah the Celtic should have done better, shouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Missed yeah. a few sitters in the away leg, yeah. yeah. Shakhtar, hugely popular, of course, because of the troubles over there. And uh, we wish them well. Celtic on pot four, so we're waiting to see the headline so far. Harry Kane from Man United to play for Bayern Munich. Some other games there you were saying, Andy, as well. Man City, they've got in there. Yeah, City have got yeah. uh, Leipzig. And uh, who's the other one? Craved a, um, mm-hmm. I'll try to work out who that is. Who is that? Is that Red Star? Is that the old Red, Red Star? Red Star, no? yep. uh, It might be. Yep. PSV just came out the hat now, okay. Paul. Yeah, PSV. The winners last night, just showing there, there's De Jong. I mean, 33, isn't he? But Mark, my yeah. goodness. But, I mean, yeah. listen, I know I've been critical yeah. of it, or I've been critical uh, of Michael Beale, but yeah. some of the defending Paul's criminal yeah. from the Rangers uh, players. Sure. Absolutely yeah. criminal. And I'm not talking about the last goal with Jack Burton no. and Conor sure. That's just one of these unfortunate things that happen. It's a freak incident, but... Mm-hmm. Over the piece, you know, if you've got to have a chance of beating PSV, you need to defend your lives, you need to be on it. They were miles off it last night, and that's what I've sympathy for the manager. Seville, Arsenal. P- and sorry, sorry. P- PSV, yeah. who beat Rangers, are in that group with Seville and Arsenal. Yeah, so Rangers fans, you could have been heading back to Seville, where you were there only 15 months that's ago. amazing, isn't it? I know people it? say a couple of years ago because of seasons. 15 months ago but Europa League has been a happy hunting ground for Rangers and maybe if they regroup if the players do start to fight he doesn't know his team really does he I know it's early in the season but you're not sure who's the Rangers striker at the moment you used to know we've been saying it since the start of the season Paul just trying to find those little bits of chemistry those little relationships that you have to build with centre backs and the goalkeeper with wide players with with, with your midfield and obviously the key where where Rangers have got a lot of options Mm. middle to front 
they seem to be pretty top heavy shall we take a quick break and then we'll be back Celtic should be out the hat very soon the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price no upfront costs let's go Champions League special here the Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney Andy Walker Mark Guidi tomorrow night it's going to be uh, well, Peter Grant, the birthday boy yesterday, back by public demand, uh, and also Craig Moore. Headlines from the draw in Monaco, Andy Walker, still waiting for Celtic to come out, no pot four yet. Yeah, pot four just about to be allocated their, their groups. There's some tasty, I mean, Bayern Munich, Man United, Copenhagen. I think when you think about where Celtic want to be, you want to be with a third-placed team that Celtic could compete with, like get Copenhagen. points. Like Copenhagen. Obviously... You wouldn't expect them to do anything against Bayern or, or Man United. So uh, I, I think what you don't want is going into a group like, like uh, you know, Real Madrid mm-hmm. and uh, Napoli, who have they got? Who's the third one there? But even Seville, Arsenal, PSV, it, it's really tough. You want one of those third pot teams that you could possibly, you know, in Celtic's best form, they could get some points off. A lot of Rangers fans calling in tonight. Everyone disappointed by the 5-1 result last night against PSV. Remember this time last year, they went in 2-2 and it was 1-0 Antonio Cholak. That seems a long time ago as we look for pot four teams. The first one will come out in a moment or two. Celtic are in the transfer market today. A couple of things happening. Mark, Lewis Palmer, that was yesterday. Yeah, Lewis Palmer has signed five-year contract and Nat Phillips, centre-half, on loan from Liverpool until January and one or two other bits of business trying to get done so it's it's heading in the right direction Paul's Brendan Rodgers has been saying for a while he's wanted first team players guys that are in ready to do a job not projects We've got enough projects in the books now need proper players in um, Braga in that section did yeah, you say that? Braga, yeah Braga Napoli Real Madrid, Madrid. which could yeah. Celtic take uh, Braga? I think they, they would I think so there's yeah, Kieran yeah. Tierney's I... team Real Sociedad so they've just been mm. drawn obviously Kieran Tierney with some Champions League experience of his own mm-hmm. do we know yet who they're in with or did they just mm-hmm. take the name out and then A or D group A or D yeah. they've got so they're either in with Man United or they're in with mm-hmm. Inter Milan I know you watch I'm watching Countdown while you're watching that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not of course um, just waiting to see who is going Eric to come Abadal is yeah indeed in yeah the, French the star yeah. yeah Monaco yeah yeah. Monaco. and he's home ground Barca obviously. and Barca, Barca. yeah of course, Joe Cole as well. Who's so they're in with Benfica, Benfica, Inter Milan, Salzburg and Real Sociedad. Okay, so yeah, Kieran Tierney. Good move for him, would you say, guys? For Kieran yeah, Tierney? a lovely part of yeah. the world. San Sebastian, mm. Champions League club, playing in La Liga, mm. great shot window for himself and, and broadening his horizons. He's got a lot of the young Scottish... Okay, Kieran's 26 now, but yeah. great to see so many Scottish players going abroad now, Paul. I've never had so many playing abroad at the top level it was brilliant to see what a great goal uh, Ferguson scored oh, the other day for Bologna against Juventus yeah. can you describe it Andy? just yeah. a lovely received it played a quick 1-2 but the finish was terrific yeah. and just doing it on that type of stage against Juventus marvellous there's Newcastle out the hat then yeah. Andy well, yeah, Group Mark, BFRH. We, yep. do we know where they're going yet no yeah. we're about to get PSG Dortmund they see Milan if yeah. it's grown in Group okay. F Paul here we go. Eric Abadal. It's just uh, unscrewing the ball. Drawing the number. Yep. Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Newcastle United are in with PSG, Borussia Dortmund and AC Milan. What a group right, that is. Isn't it? Wow. 
This is the... Geordies will love that. The big cup. Oh. One day, I mean, when... Well, they've never been in the Champions League, have no. they? It's a European Cup, I would imagine. For them. It's a long time, isn't it? Since yeah. they were at the top table. Yeah, and I think it's about 20-odd years when, yeah. since uh, Bobby Robson uh, was, uh, was a manager. I think yeah. maybe Gino Kenny Douglas had them. Possibly. Gino Ospreay oh, yeah. got a hatchet. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, got a hatchet yeah. against Barca. Well remembered. Yeah, yeah. What a yeah. player he was. What a yeah. player. Ospreay. Galatasaray have come out of the... The hat. Istanbul. I don't know why you two are in charge at this point. <laughs> yeah, I will then tell everyone. <laughs> Galatasaray. We should get it by midnight. The Turks. Yeah. Remember, yeah. go over to Istanbul. Rangers played them. We think Advocat was uh-huh. in charge of Rangers General. at that time. What yeah. a, what an atmosphere it was there. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. yeah I didn't like the city at all, Paul. And no. people say, how can you uh-huh. not like Istanbul? Yeah. But oh no, it wasn't for me. Nope, not for you. Okay. The Turkish tourist board will be on <laughs> the next commercial break. And I'll be, oh, for goodness sake. Here's another explanation I have to make to the boss. It's not easy. Here we go, um, Galatasaray. Yeah. So, and who are they in with? Port. Port A. Well, that's one that Celtic made a fancy. Bayern Munich, Man United, and Copenhagen. Okay. While we wait for that to come, this was Michael Beale talking about last night, but also saying he was asked, "What about Sunday? It's going to be intriguing." Listen, they were ruthless. They were ruthless. The the level between this competition and domestic is different. We go into it, we'll dust this off. It's a huge game. It's the perfect game for us to go into it with. The team we're playing against don't come into it in a fantastic place either. So it's an intriguing derby at the weekend, and everything's to play for. Yeah, that team being Celtic of Glasgow, just being sort of European here, given that we're in the draw, so. Yeah, yeah, Union Berlin yeah. next out. But yeah, okay. listen, I think you know Michael Beale is an honest assessment yeah. of the of the 180 minutes. But I just think you know if for Rangers, Rangers supporters traveling over to Eindhoven mm-hmm. last night in their thousands, Paul, they'd have been expecting their team to make a better fist of it. Yeah, and he said, look, we wanted to be in this draw. We wanted to be in the Champions League. Well, we wanted to get there, and we wanted to get there, and then you see what the draw brings. But we haven't made it. We're we're not going to deny being disappointed. I think we we drew. The, the hardest opponent we could draw at this stage of the competition. If I look at some of the other games, going into the Europa League this year looks as strong as ever with teams like Liverpool and, and other sides in there that you can face. So we'll wait and see what the draw brings. I think for this team coming together after a lot of change, this game come far too soon. That's what's clear. Too soon. That's what Michael Beale would be saying. Um, and he makes a great point there. I mean, Liverpool in the same pot. Yeah, yep. it's a tough belt. Europa but, League's always tough, Paul. It's always yeah. tough. But look, you want to be in the Champions League. For sure. You know, you want to be there. That's you know, you know, that that's what Rangers mm-hmm. are about, being in the Champions League. Andy, you're watching the draw in Monaco. Any sign of the Scottish champions? Well, the young boys have yep. gone in with Red Star yep. and Leipzig and Man City. So mm-hmm. there's no um Young Boys are burnt. Yeah. Yeah. So Man City. Yeah, yep. so it's, it's narrowing down now for yep. Celtic, Paul. There's still a chance of being in Seville, Arsenal and PSV, still mm-hmm. a chance of Barcelona. Porto and Shakhtar Donetsk well, they've got such a record with uh, Barcelona after the oh, so many years and next out it's Lens of France so not no chance yeah, they're in Group yep. B Paul that's a memory of our last own PSV so Lens are in there yep well, so again so it's narrowing down for Celtic mm-hmm. Group E it's either Barca or, or Feyenoord yeah the Barca group or the Feyenoord mm. group Mm. Um, what about Lens I think you want the Barca so either or either or yep okay I think you want them in with Barca Celtic. Porto and Shakhtar Celtic's out Celtic who won it in 1967 somebody will be saying it at this point and they were runners up in 1970 uh, yeah, Group E or so, Group H Paul okay so Andy will give us the verdict or Mark who are they going to be in with let's guess back to the new camp again yeah. yeah I'm going to guess each okay that was just a guess but I'll yeah, go E it. okay it's going to be one of the two isn't it <laughs> 
I hope it's easy, a wee bit different. Okay. You can call it the fad in the past. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, is it's E. It's a good group. I think that's a better group for them. Give us the group then. Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid, Lazio and Celtic. Lazio and Celtic beat Lazio. Did they not beat them home and away under Neil Lennon two years ago? When Celtic had a good, you know, European record at that stage. But that's Paul. It's a better draw than what they had last year. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I know they drew Madrid and Shakhtar and and Leipzig. People thought they should have done better, but I think. Um, that gives Celtic a fighting chance mm-hmm. of finishing in third place of picking up some points and the other one then Andy has come out with uh, Antwerp yeah Royal Antwerp in they're yeah. in with Barcelona mm-hmm. Porto Shakhtar and Antwerp so Celtic Feyenoord Pierre Van Hoydonk played with both mm-hmm. so it'll be a good uh, game for Dutch him. champions yeah Feyenoord Atletico Madrid going to that beautiful new stadium mm-hmm. that uh, that they've got and obviously that recent game with Celtic and Lazio going to Rome. So mm. Rome, Madrid and uh, Feyenoord, great uh, yeah. great travel yeah. for the Celtic mm. supporters. And of yeah. course, uh, all the Celtic supporters will remember that was the 1970 when Celtic were runners-up and it was to yep. Feyenoord. Yeah. who were not fancy the Celtic. Yeah, Vim, that's right, the Vimston played the yeah. late great Vim yeah. Janssen. Atletico Madrid, years ago, um, it was a terrible battle with Celtic, remember? Yeah, and it was um, also the one the closed door, closed yeah. door game at oh, Celtic right. Park. Indeed. Yeah, and then yeah. I think Packy Bonner did Packy save a penalty in the Vicente Calderon Stadium oh, in the well first done. leg. Maybe in, yeah. 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 it was. Um, uh, was it Mo, John- <laughs> was it Mo Johnson that scored over there? I think it was a David Proven mm-hmm. cross what? and a, a Mo yeah. Johnson. One header. each over there. One each over and there. Then Atletico won two one, and then they won two one in Glasgow when there was no no fans there. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? You know the number. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Group E, Champions League 23, 24, Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid, Lazio, Celtic. Great places to visit, Mark, aren't they? Thanks, Paul, what? I have to be honest. I, I think uh, for the Celtic supporters, I think it's good because, you know, they've not played a, a couple of those clubs in a, in a while. And you say Feyenoord, Rotterdam, Madrid and Rome. So good places to go. And I think, like I say, Paul, I, d- I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn that as a group of death. Any any group is going to be very difficult, no doubt about it. But in that group, I think it gives Celtic a, a chance of winning a couple of games. I, I really do. I think it gives them a, a fighting chance of being in third place. Certainly, you'd ha- you'd have to find something better. Last season's total of two points two, two for points, sure. Yeah. yeah, as good as they could have hoped for. Uh, I mean, Feyenoord top seeds and uh, they've won the the Dutch league. We all know how strong Atletico. Madrid have been over yep. recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games against Lazio will be uh, will be really tight, but Celtic will at their best. Mm-hmm. You know, when Brendan Rodgers talks about Celtic trying to be a better team competing in Europe, then they, they've got a group where um, I think it's as good as they could have hoped for. Great for the Celtic fans to be travelling to these destinations, aren't they? Yeah. They're all good. I'm just thinking of Lazio, of course, in Rome. That will be. Phenomenal. And as you said, just what, three or four years ago, they did so well against Lazio. Yeah, so, yeah, they, yeah, they did. And the, the, the Kauk Stadium in, in Rotterdam. Oh, what yeah, a stadium. That, I mean, that, that's yeah, proper yeah. atmosphere. The yeah. Feyenoord fans, you know, they really create yeah. something special. And by the way, look, you think about it, Feyenoord in pot one, the Dutch champions, but Celtic at home in Feyenoord at Park Cairn. Yeah. Got a fancy yeah. to win that game, right. Paul, against the top it's seed. It's not so Man City. Say, yeah. know, I think it gives Celtic a real okay. fighting chance. If I'm Brendan Rodgers and the Celtic players, I'm looking at that draw thinking, yeah, bring it on. Yep, it certainly looks at the moment. You know, it's not Barcelona, it's not Paris Saint-Germain. Of course, Celtic uh, under Brendan Rodgers the last time had a tough 
couple of scorelines against yeah, them didn't they, some Andy? heavy, heavy yeah. defeats yeah. and um, I think this is one where you, you get an element of excitement mm-hmm. I don't think there's any trepidation mm-hmm. and you look at it with a, a real chance of, mm-hmm. of getting some points especially at home Celtic have to have to do well at home under the lights in front of that crowd most things can happen but you've got to accept Celtic in recent years their European form has been has been pretty poor this time last year we were live when the draw came in tough draw for Celtic tough draw for Rangers as well and Rangers uh, didn't get any points during yeah. it so Ajax, it, Liverpool and Napoli yeah. they, they got and, and no points out of 18 Celtic get two points out of 18 Celtic have, have got to do better than that and looking at that Paul I think they will you think they will yeah, yeah. I'm looking at Celtic saying that I'd be very disappointed mm. if Celtic don't get at least five points Andy, would you think similarly? At least five points for Celtic, or has that been five points? Will surely give them guaranteed, uh, you know, entry into the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Uh, five points is going to be a, a tall order. Um, they're all they're all good sides. Celtic will really have to be at their best, and you know, I thought they competed well enough last season in the Champions League. Maybe with a a bit of luck, could have could have managed a a, a lot more. But it was exciting to go and watch Celtic. And you're judged every week. And in the last couple of weeks, Celtic have played Kilmarnock, they've played St Johnston. They've not been exciting to watch. They haven't scored a goal in those two games. And there's a lot of work to be done for Brendan Rodgers to get a, an exciting team on the park. Do you think the players realise what they're playing for here? You think of the money that it'll cost families to go to the... I know we're saying, oh, these are great places to go to. But you've got working men and women shelling out a lot of money to go to these venues, Mark. And you would hope that the teams and the players realise what it is and what yeah, they're yeah. playing for. This yeah. is the Champions League. Yeah, but Paul, also as well, the home games, you know, the, yeah. the package will be out. Buy your package, yeah. whatever it's going to be, 100 to 120 quid, mm-hmm. no doubt, which is a lot of money on top of your, your season tickets. So that's why you Celtic are heading in the right direction in terms of what they've done mm-hmm. in the window. But I dare say there'll be some Celtic supporters that still won't be overly happy with the window and bottom line for them that they don't want to go and lose yeah, Ibrox sure. on Sunday you know it'll all kick off if Celtic lose on Sunday I think it's kicking off out there I think it's the, <laughs> I think the sales team that's another big win we're going to stop just now for the news and then we're back with Mark and Andy after this The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price no upfront costs Let's go Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023. Well thanks for UEFA organising the draw to finish just before the six o'clock news Andy Walker the headlines Celtic in alongside I think there's a freshness about this draw with uh, Celtic paired with Feyenoord with Atletico Madrid with Lazio I think it's exciting I think there's a prospect of getting some points especially in Glasgow under the lights Celtic Park on a Champions League night is a bit special it's not too long till it starts, Mark. Just a few weeks it gets underway. What do you feel? Do you agree with Andy about the draw? Yeah, I think it's a good draw uh, for Celtic, Paul. Good for the supporters, good cities to go and see some really exciting games. 
good venues and in terms of what it's all about and that's getting points on the board I think it gives Celtic a real fighting chance what we need to try and get back to Paul and it's a big ask but as you know make Parkhead a fortress again as best you can I mean it's not been a fortress for the best part of 15 years you know teams have been coming to Celtic Park and getting points far too easily but you look at the experience of last year they only get two points out of 18 but Matt O'Reilly Maeda Kyogo Greg Taylor, all those guys, they'll all be, you know, a bad dad, they'll all be better for the experience, have a bit more know-how, try to just, like, certain moments in games, just be careful, I think Brendan Rodgers will be the better for the experience with Celtic in Europe, and also remember, he took Leicester City to the semi-finals of the Europa Conference League two years ago, so he's got more um, European experience under his belt, which he'll benefit from, so maybe a wee bit more streetwise all round, but like I say, Paul, looking at it on paper, I know it's early, but I'd say, yeah, Celtic, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be picked up at least five points but definitely definitely improving on last season's total of two points Jim is on already he's listening in Turnbridge Wells uh, he loved it last night with uh, Ken McCluskey on he got a mention last night Jim is happy with the draw he thinks it's a really good one he agrees with both of you Celtic fans what are you thinking 08 08 17 17 700 or come on to the socials at Go Football Show we'll hear more from Michael Beale he'd love to have taken Rangers uh, into the draw tonight it's not to be it's Europa League but there's some big names there as well and that will be tomorrow at lunchtime so we're going to take some Celtic calls in just a moment or two yeah. what about the games tonight as well um, yeah. which we can't forget about we'll come to that in a moment or two some of the headlines just now though is that Ben Davies could be on his way to Stoke City that's what yeah, we're there, there's an interest yeah. there Paul Ben Davies might be one of the players deemed surplus to requirements um, you know so yeah we'll wait and see what happens between now and the window closes tomorrow night so at 11 o'clock midnight um, so yeah a lot can happen Paul in the next 30 odd hours and Celtic you mentioned Champions League so Nat Phillips I don't know if he's got Champions League experience but he's come from Liverpool mm. until January on loan signed sealed delivered good signing you know Celtic uh, have got a real problem in the centre of defence through through injuries they needed to go and uh, bolster it they've got a good player in uh, I like the look of him good pedigree and uh, I expect him to go into the game on Sunday, Paul, against Rangers and start him and Lagerby Elk as a central defensive partnership. Paolo Bernardo flying into town, Andy. Uh, the Benfica youngster highly rated with a €100 million Euro buyout clause. Yeah, remarkable. Uh, but I think it's the fact that he can give you something different. He can give you a bit of strength. He can give you a bit of drive, you know, a bit of power. And Celtic might, you know, need that in the... Well, they will need that in the Champions League. Maybe not so much at home, but uh, certainly the fact that Celtic have now got a real, really good target to aim for, to try and at the very least finish third in that group. And when you look at Atletico Madrid with, mm-hmm. with Griezmann there, with Jao Felix there, with Memphis Depay, they, it could be, you know, a team that would challenge Feyenoord to, to finish top. Feyenoord, of course, are the, are the number one seeds in that group. Champions of the Eredivisie, Mark. I love the knowledge here, Andy. I yeah. love the knowledge. Isn't it? Just, just, just rolls yeah. off the, well, the tongue. Let's yeah, go. I mean, they are, they yeah. are special yeah. players. I'm not. I'm yeah. not quite uh, up to date with my Feyenoord players, but um, Google. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> winning the Pierre still up front. <laughs> <laughs> but you look. You look at that. Yeah. You could probably flip that round pot. I'd think yeah. you look at the top seeds pot one. Yes. Celtic have got the best pot one draw in mm-hmm. terms of Feyenoord. Okay. Let yeah. Madrid's a real. I, I would say Let Madrid. You know, it's more pot one and final pot two, yeah. but I say it's a good draw. I think it's a mixture of excitement, 
and a mix of thinking we can actually do something a wee bit uh, in this, this, this year What about Haksabanovic what's the latest then Pauk who of course are up against Hearts uh, tonight, tonight yeah. 2-1 up um, Haksabanovic apparently terms have been agreed yeah. is it time for him to go Just I not think really so now uh, yeah. part, you know, I think there's clearly a frustration in the players part You know, he'll feel that he's he should be playing first team football and I get that well, he's 26-27 so you know he's quite right to feel that way but given his uh, behaviour off the part in terms of his tweet um, I think when that kind of thing happens um, it's clear that a player's trying to work his ticket it's disrespectful and you've got to move him on you can't have that kind of presence in a dressing room particularly just now when things haven't been going great for Celtic in the early part of the season Andy, Mark are you getting your teams ready for uh, Sunday? because the tension turns to that now doesn't it? in the next few hours people will the Rangers fans will be hurting today and then they'll think I mean come Sunday if they beat Celtic all is forgiven? Question mark. I don't know. And for Celtic fans now, have they got a boost when they hear what the draw is here? And people are coming on saying with the recruits coming in today, they're feeling more confident. Because Celtic have been really flat, Andy, in the past couple of weeks, as you said. Surprisingly flat. Yeah. Uh, don't quite know what the problem is, but to, to play Kilmarnock, and, and in all honesty, Kilmarnock deserved it. So yeah. you have to give them uh, a lot of praise. But... You would have expected a lot more from a Celtic team under a, a new manager, but you know some of the um, some of the things that uh, Brendan Rodgers has said about uh, I'm just a coach and I'll, I'll I'll deal with the players that I'm given. Um, I'm not sure that was what he signed up for, but you really want to see an improvement in uh, Celtic and the fact that they go to Ibrox now on Sunday. It's the biggest game of all, and they could really put a downer on Rangers who are already under the cosh, not just losing to PSV, but the fact that they lost so heavily. And a bit like Michael Beale talking about, you know, they better not underestimate as PSV. And then he says last night the game too, game the game came too quickly for us. Mm. Uh, that level of opposition. They, they, they're mixed messages. So um Rangers need really need to start delivering and I think I think you 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 do look at a manager's comments after a game and you take every word seriously, yeah. but then when you add up one or two comments that have been made, they just don't make sense. You can't say after the first leg they better not underestimate us, and then say after the second leg, well, it's a game that's came too early for us. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't, doesn't really make it doesn't send a good message to your own fans who sure. who want to buy into everything that you're uh, talking about. And Andy, your old club, Celtic. You know Celtic well. You were there. You've won trophies with them, titles, cups. Brendan Rodgers only signed for Celtic in July. This is still August. What has gone wrong and can they put it right? Now, Champions League must have been one of the things that he thought that he would come back for, I would imagine, because he'd done everything in Scotland. He won seven trophies out of seven, set them up for three trebles in a row. They then yeah. went on to four. Um, he was such a transformational manager. He seemed to have such control at the club, certainly in the first season well, and a half. You, you think about his arrival, yeah. Paul, and they were queuing outside yeah. just to just to see him being announced it to the, the gates. Celtic yeah. supporters. So that was a moment in itself when the Celtic supporters thought, we have got someone special here. And you're dead right. He delivered uh, a lot of good football. He delivered an invincible season. He delivered back-to-back -back trebles. He was on the verge of another one, but then he had a fallout with, I don't know, various individuals yeah. uh, behind the scenes. And now he's back in Glasgow. So uh, the fact that he could have managed uh, in a bigger league, at a richer club, but he's chosen to come back to Celtic. 
and he's made the statement that he wants to uh, you know take Celtic a step further in Europe mm. I think that's entirely reasonable I think it's a realistic thing to say and I think now that you look at that draw I think Celtic supporters will be excited but they need to start playing better football and it all starts on on Sunday with the, the biggest game of all Mark they'll you agree with what Andy's saying there? It's in such a short period of time. It's remarkable. I know they're still top of the table. They're out. The, the treble's gone for this year, mm. but it seems to have affected the whole place. It's not what you'd have expected. The arrival of Brendan Rodgers. No, no. I mean, there's, there's parts of it been 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 flat, uh, Paul. But 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 it is early. You know, he has only been working with the players for five or six weeks. But you would have expected better. Let's be honest. You know, you know, no scoring in back-to-back games with the greatest respect. Commander away in St. Johnston at home. Not acceptable. Um, I know one of them was a League Cup tie, but it's not mm. title-winning form. So you need to go and do better. So this Celtic team needs to show that it's got a bit about it, that it can retain uh, the title. And to do that, Paul, um, you don't lose on Sunday. I think a draw. You know, a lot of people. Oh, you go to Highbrooks and win. We should be beating Rangers. Get all that. However, I think given the circumstances, I think home advantage is massive now. That if Celtic could get a draw, I think they would be happy with that. I don't think. I don't think Rangers would be too disappointed but I think you've got to win if you're going to win the league Paul you've got to win your your home uh, old firm game so I think there's more pressure on Rangers to deliver in front of their own supporters and to send out for the first time in a while domestically a real message that they can go and win the league all I've talked the talk for years but I've not delivered it's time to deliver Todd Cantwell has said that Rangers uh, will bounce back his quote gutted about last night but Rangers will respond this weekend against Celtic after uh, the humbling last night Andy talks cheap yeah talks cheap you hear about him a lot but uh, you want to see better performances on the the field of play and um, interesting to see what position he takes up Mm -hmm. because you know he started uh, a bit deeper at the start of the season I think he's obviously much more effective in that last third and he's got some craft he's got some guile um, and they need a big performance from him they got a big performance from him when they won 3-0 against Celtic but as we've all said the title was already done and dusted to do it this Sunday I think would send a, a much clearer and a much bigger message but he is one of the players that the Rangers fans feel that worked Raskin yeah. and Cantwell they really like from last season don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And um, we were all a bit surprised that they didn't play in the League Cup final against Celtic. Um, but I think Sunday, all attention turns to Sunday now. And uh, with with so much at stake, given that Rangers are under so much pressure after that heavy defeat in the Champions League, we're interested to see how they perform. This was Michael Beale last night after Rangers went out of the Champions League. Yeah, listen, I felt I think we played against an excellent team over two legs. There was times in the in the two games where we did well and, and obviously we scored three goals over the two games so we're bitterly disappointed with the way we defended at times in key moments over the two legs and certainly tonight when we get the game back to 2-1 you put a little bit of intrigue in the air but so to go and concede straight away and I thought the story of the two legs was that we couldn't handle Saibari and De Jong we, as, as a team in, in everything that we tried we couldn't, couldn't handle them in times in the second half tonight we had to go for it obviously because we were down at half time and we actually had opportunities in the second half to score more goals but I think it's clear for everyone over the two games that it's fair that PSV go through and, and they're an excellent team So Celtic on their own from a Scottish point of view in the draw today and you know the draw 
They are in alongside Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid and Lazio. On the line is Sean, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Thank hey, you. How are you feeling about the draw? A lot better than what I was at the start of the draw. I was just waiting for the old group of death and Celtic <laughs> landed at the bottom of it. But no, I'm feeling feeling very positive. We've avoided a, a good amount of big hitters. So there's mm. not really any standout in our group that I would say that it's, it's fairly open, I'd say. It's, it's anybody's for the taking. Anybody could finish top, anybody could finish bottom. Mm. That's the way I look at it. Andy, could you see it that way as well? No, I mean no. Celtic are in pot four. Yeah. Celtic will need to punch above their weight. Celtic's recent form in Europe has not been good enough, and uh, I think it's an exciting draw. I think it's something to get your teeth into. Mm-hmm. I think there might be an expectation that you could win a home game or two if Celtic are at their best form. And remember, Celtic were really competitive for maybe what an hour. Yeah. certainly 45 minutes an hour against Real Madrid with a bit of luck they, they could have done something else but at that time Celtic fans were really excited about their team every week they were anticipating a, a good level of performance and more often than not they got it so they've started uh, poorly this season the football hasn't been great to watch we're now getting to the end of the transfer window and we'll know who's in we'll know who's out and then you have to start Try and uh, you know build a team that the supporters like to like to go and watch. They're excited to go and see them playing football. They they've still to get that this season. Mark, what would you say? Was Sean being too optimistic there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for me looking at it, and I know it's only paper and it's early in the it's season, and there, there's still thirty hours <laughs> of the transfer window to go for all clubs. Um, I would make Atletico Madrid the clear favourites, Paul. After that, you'd look at Lazio there with the final, the three, and Celtic um, as four. Look. There's no evidence to suggest that Celtic can fit can finish in the top two. Show me the evidence that suggests that. Sean? I don't think there is, Sean. Because what we I'm don't well, know... I'm well, I'm Sean, I'm just I'm let I'm me finish my point and why I've said it. What we don't know is... And Andy's saying about the excitement of this time last year, and I get that. Um, but you look at it now, uh, there's too many new players arrived to have any clear idea, Paul, of what they've like. Have they got the ability and the mentality to quote a playing with Celtic? The pressure... The championship. You're going to be getting this, this Champions League group with four or five players starting the games that we don't really know about. You know, let, let, let's be honest. Compared to last year, it was more of a settled team. You could pretty much pick the starting eleven, and they'd been together for at least six months because all the good business was done in the previous season. So um, Celtic would need to pull off a major shock to finish in the top two. I certainly think they're in with a right good chance of finishing in, in third but I, I don't see much evidence um, to suggest they can finish in the top two. But that said, you never know. You never know. They might sometimes seven points can get you second place, uh, Paul, but you, you, you need to win you need to win at least um, one home game, if not two, to have any chance of, of, of doing well. Sean? No, I, I totally agree. Going back to the start, I think it's Atletico with Madrid's group to lose. On the basis of the group, I'm looking back only a couple of years ago and Neil Lennon's team, no disrespect, beat Lazio home and away so why can this team not do it I know it's not a settled team but I'm looking at the squad that we put out that night it was it was more maybe settled than what we've got now there's better players in this squad than they played that night it was Europe, that was Europa League though Sean remember Europa League it was I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think Lazio's the same team as they were no they, 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 they won't be Milinkovic-Savic the talismans he's no longer there yeah. I'm looking at a team they're, they're a, they look as if the only goals that they've got is still they're hanging on to Chiro Immobile. Mm-hmm. 
Sean, what are you thinking about the transfer news yesterday and today? We all know about the injuries, um, the performance the last couple of weeks, yep. two games, no goals. You know the story. What are you feeling tonight yep. with the news of who's coming in? Uh, well, I think the, the Nat Phillips one that I'm hearing, I think that's a, an excellent piece of business. I think just based on yeah. when he came into the Liverpool completely out of the cold and he, he fitted in absolutely brilliantly. I think he's got a wealth of experience that we're crying out for at the back. And I think Lewis Palmer on paper, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that I've, I've seen a lot of the boy, but he, he looks the part on uh-huh. the, the famous old YouTube videos. <laughs> Same with the, the Benfica, the Benfica boy might, might come in. I think that's what we need. We need somebody in that midfield to help McGregor because I think he's, I think he's been a shadow of the player that he was for last season. I think he's definitely needing an extra body in there to give him, give him the help. On the, the basis of the, the rest of the window, mm-hmm. I think Celtic fans are. Obviously, looking at another striker, knowing that we've, we've, yeah. we've not scored a goal in two games, a left back, I think, is is what we're definitely looking for. I think Greg Taylor's majorly tailed off, and I think Burnaby's just not the answer at all. Mm-hmm. So, a left back, and if we're really greedy, I think it would be a goalkeeper, but that would be on the hope that one was going, which I think's very unlikely because I think Scott Bain and Segrist are pretty. Pretty happy where they are, just sitting sitting on the bench. So well, not, ideally, yeah. if one of them could go, we could get another goalkeeper in. But I think tomorrow it will be all focused on a left back and a striker mm. for me. And there could be a goalkeeper, Andy. I think there could be. I'm not sure that Ben Segrist is going to feature much. He hasn't really at all he featured in half of the game yeah, just, a few weeks ago, pre-season friendly, the James Forrest testimonial. I always yeah. thought he had a good ability. I thought he showed up well mm. for Dundee United, but it just hasn't worked out for him yeah. in Celtic. But it's that way where you're a you're a recognised number one you come to a bigger club what what chance are you going to get other than an injury and maybe the odd game in a in a lesser uh, cup competition so um, if, if Celtic are, are signing a goalkeeper you would imagine they would want someone to challenge to really challenge Joe Hart but let's face it Celtic are going to be under pressure in these games I think Joe Hart's still got great ability in terms of making big saves and big moments he might not be the best with the ball at his feet. And I know that Brendan Rodgers likes to think of 11 footballers yeah. taking to, to the field, someone who can start a pass uh, and be a goalkeeper who can be that player, who can play a short pass, play a long pass. But um, no, I think a, a left-back yeah. and a striker is a, is, a, is a good shout. Who's the striker, Andy? Come on, you know your football. You're a great Celtic striker. <laughs> well, there was Henrik, on, Sean. There was Henrik Larson making his way to the draw. Maybe he's representing Celtic again. <laughs> his boy. He looks as though he could. Ah, uh, yeah, boy Jordan's at Copenhagen, Copenhagen. doing yeah. really, really well. Yeah. Pierre Van Hoydonk's son, Sydney, uh, has been linked with Celtic. He's at Bologna. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. Just now might, might be available Can for a couple of million yeah. quid. Six foot three, Paul, like his old man. Smaller than his old man. Um, He's six, so, seven. Yeah, no. so... Aye, listen, something like that, you know, why not? I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if, if Celtic, you know, look at some kind of number nine coming in to... To, not necessarily to, to take Kyogo's place but to give them something different Who's got the calculator how much money is in the coffers at Celtic today so that's an extra two and a half million with Rangers sadly not in the Champions League it's a bit more in the TV money uh, you've got Haksabanovic that'll be a couple of million off to Pauk Paul, Paul, I would say to yeah. be honest uh, given there's 30 hours to go yes. you're looking at that draw you say well we, we've, we've got a right good chance if I'm Brendan Rodgers I'm battering well, batter the, batter, batter the boardroom yep. door yeah. Mm-hmm. and the recruitment the door sinker, and if they find like I've always said for the past six months given that they're cash rich if they find a couple of players that, that 
seven, eight, nine, ten million quid, go and do it. If you think it's going to make a difference, go and do it. The money's there. What's the point of having a guy like Brendan Rogers if you're not going to back him properly? Go and do it. I don't think Celtic are interested in doing business at that level. But they should be, Andy. Should be, yeah, maybe. And they've certainly got the money to do it, but I don't see any evidence of them doing it before. And I don't see why they would... I, I think their thinking is, we're not doing this for six games. Or whatever, how, however many European games, let's say you do drop into the Europa League. Mm. They, they just don't... They don't seem to do it. And I, I agree with Mark in so much as that would go against what Brendan Rodgers would, would think. Go and allow me to, to get a player like that. Trust my judgment. I'm the manager. I know what players of that that um, that cost can do. But I, I don't think it's just, I, I, the six games are, are important. Yes. There's a title race on exactly at the moment. So why should you, you know, winning the title mm -hmm. avoids the scenario that Rangers have been in? Sure. <laughs> You're guaranteed your thirty million quid. So if you identify that you think's a right good player, um, you know, at your your seven, eight, nine million pound mark. Why not? They, they spent... I would be really surprised, Mark, right. if Celtic spent at that level because I just don't think they're the type of club that do it. The fans need something. They did it they twice did. last year. Six and a half on Jota and Carter Vickers. And did that yeah, work yeah. out? Jota. Yeah, you as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, that yeah. was a, a time before and yeah. that, that, uh, you make a good point. It was also under Brendan Rodgers, so that's what I mean about mm -hmm. um, okay. well, yeah. doing business at that level when especially the manager knows the player, knows what he can can deliver but right now I just don't see the okay. Celtic as a club doing that type of business Sean before we go what's your scoreline Sunday I'll ask everyone who oh, comes oh, on don't, don't ask me that no, no. well <laughs> but that answer was completely different to the beginning of the week when there was no signings in but okay my head's saying one thing my heart's saying nothing I'd, okay I but, think after seeing we had no disrespect the way Rangers played last night I feel a bit more confident I think I think we could maybe just scrape 2-1 but I think I think a draw. I think it could be it could be a score draw. I think I think both teams are not great and both teams are they're not really that great defensively and they're not really that great offensively, defensively and offensively. So I think I think it could be a, a score draw. I think maybe one each. But I think yep. I'm going to be positive and say two one Celtic. Thanks, Sean. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality, and workmanship. Let's go. Thanks, Chris. You know, we've teamed up with Fergus Fit, the body transformation specialist, to find the top fan on this Friday, tomorrow night's football show. And we're going to put a Rangers and Celtic fan up against each other, head-to-head, -to, -head, to win a home top from their team. So it's either going to be a Celtic top or a Rangers top. Head to thisisgo.co.uk, just register, and you could win now for your chance to win and find out more about Fergus Fit and their six-week transformation programme. So get to Mark Woody oh, Hall. I fancy that. Marvelous. They're all there. Marvellous. Yep. Andy, you're looking well. Trim, looking forward I'm to feeling good. the weekend. Yeah. Yep. I'm back to walking for a couple of hours. Excellent. Marvellous. That's the best Love thing it. for you, that and sleep well. Yeah. yeah. I can't run now. My knee's too sore. Is it? Yeah. So I think I need a new knee, but walking is good. So what are you, uh, two hours, what are you getting about 14, 15,000 steps on? Well, I don't know about steps. I'm mm. doing about between four and five miles. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. Mark, you too. 
Getting I fit, yeah. Try to get back into it. You do. Right, my, yeah. knees, my knees gubbed, but I'm, I'm getting back into it. So. Easy. Is that what happened to the goalkeeping career? Was it your knees or <laughs> no, your hands? No, was it the eyesight? <laughs> oh, it was everything. My judgment, everything. Oh. <laughs> Is there my anything, bottle, on, everything. anything on YouTube? Would love to see it. Andy, wouldn't we? To see oh, Mark in action. What was it? Oh, you make yeah. it, I make it an, old ten, an old tenant. You make it a tenant sixes. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Red card. Remember Brian McGinley? Uh, of he course. He was in the old sin bin. Jeremy, oh, he right. was commentating the SCBR. <laughs> I played for St Mirren. Come on, and I think I conceded about four goals in two minutes. Scott Crabb scored a couple of belters. One old first TV yeah. game, exactly. <laughs> first in two in the one night, first and last. Yeah. Remember Jerry uh, doing the comment on Jerry Kerner, uh, Richard Goff, uh, yeah, Tom Jerry, man. the voice of football. Oh, yeah, don't know if he's tuned in. <laughs> wherever he is in the world but uh, a legend so there you are get to thisisgo.co.uk and you could be on tomorrow night head to head because that's what we're heading for now it's the big game how many hours to go it's uh, Sunday on. morning it's been so much on yeah, this less week less than 72 yep. hours yep. Yep. about 68 hours of the final whistle will blow so Mark I heard what you said at the top of the programme what a huge uh, weekend it is for both managers probably especially Michael Beale given the result last night mm. um, but for Brendan Rodgers too because you know this is what he said I know this was a few days ago but he responded to the fan criticism at the end with the Green Brigade after Celtic's 0-0 with St Johnson. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's when you play to that level and get a result like that as a Celtic player and a manager, you're going to get that, and you deserve that. It's nowhere near the level of, of what's required at this club, and uh, we have to take a medicine. So he have to take the medicine. He's getting players in today ahead of the transfer window deadline. Tomorrow night at midnight. So you know the story. Lewis Palma is in three and a half million. Yeah, look, like, looks look like him. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nat Phillips from Liverpool on loan until January. Paolo Bernard seems to be he's on his way to Glasgow medical. Yeah, and I think well, you, obviously yeah. it'll take what six weeks, maybe a couple of months. Carter Vickers, Navrovsky yes. to yeah. come back. They look as though they'll be uh, first choice, given everyone that that's fit. Nat Phillips just signing on a six month loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know whether he'll extend that for the full season. Maybe just depending on those injuries. And striker. I think there will be a striker coming in, Mark. There has to be. Oh, not the, fixed. The, the, yeah, the, the, the Haxibanovich is, is going yeah. to maybe regard him more as a, as a wide player. Mm-hmm. But he did slot in kind of number 10 every now and again. But yeah, I think they are looking at a, a striker and, and rightly so, just to give them uh, options. Because, you know, Paul, something does happen to Tiago. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do they turn? They're leaving themselves really really light he, he's a match winner so they, I think they do need to look at bringing in you know somebody that's a really good option on the bench to, to, to come on it would be impressive and it would be a really big message if what you said earlier if Celtic could or would spend six, seven, eight, yeah. nine million on a striker mm-hmm. um, I think that would send a real message that Celtic are serious really serious about keeping Rangers down being top dogs and you know getting the title again this season and as Mark says it's it's a revamped yeah. uh, Champions League next season where you get more uh, Champions League games more European games and Andy you know a spreadsheet you're a son of a <laughs> that your late dad was a great accountant well, he was uh, you know they did not expect the bonus ball of 25 million for Jota that was nowhere they, they knew it would be Champions League yeah, yeah. That, that's been in, in the planning players would come and go a bit of trading money coming in for Max Sabanovic who else is there any other money Starfield. come in for Starfield exactly was that 4 million oh, or, or there yeah. but yeah. that is a bonus ball 
And I'm just hearing it. It's so flat as a pancake, it seems to be. I heard what you said at the start of the season, Andy. I think it was a great point. Uh, Celtic, you know, the flag goes up and it's Ross County. No disrespect to Ross County. It was on Sky. There was no Premier League football in England. Why didn't they put on a Celtic Hearts or something or Aberdeen on that day? I know they couldn't do... Rangers on that day but or, or could they could they have done yeah. go I don't know it had to be at Ibrooks, of course but it didn't start box office and something has been wrong there it needs something to light up the season for Celtic I, I, I love a, a opening day fixture card where you've got let's say you've got Celtic Rangers and you get Hibs against Hearts what mm. a way to open yep. the season I think it would be fantastic I think you need to go back to the maybe the mid-70s when Celtic Rangers played on the first uh, weekend of the season. I, I think it would be a great draw. Do you remember that? No, you'd be too young. I don't no, I heard about it. All. You heard about <laughs> it. Here's Greg, is on a big Celtic fan, saying uh, Lazio are poor. Opening league defeats to Lecce and uh, Genoa. He thinks Celtic are going to finish third. I mean, they might be sitting saying, well, Celtic have lost to Kilmarnock and you know couldn't exactly. only draw with St. Yeah, John's. Paul, Paul and Sadly, yeah. and another thing as well, you know, you're going to be getting into match day one. Well, it's a Tuesday or the Wednesday night. Um, and uh, well, that'll be the 19th or the 20th of September. That's exactly it. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be coming up with only one league game because we're going right into an international break. So, you know, and I think Celtic played Dundee at home on Saturday, 16th of September. So mm-hmm. you're going into that with just after Sunday, just one more game. So it's a lot to go, Paul. And look, it's all just still got a fighting chance. You know, going into the last two games, the Celtic are still on the hunt. They're not. Um, you know, isolated at the bottom of the section. So you give yourself a chance and come October, November time after the next international break, you think, right, okay, we've got a wee chance. Some of the players are, are gelling, they're doing well, bump, bump, bump. So a lot can happen. It's tough to predict. All you can say just now, looking at the draw on paper, gives Celtic a, a, a real fighting chance of finishing in at least third spot. And maybe picking up points in Rotterdam or Rome. Checking your musical really? knowledge. I see they've tweeted out about that already. I Beautiful song, isn't well it? Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two points. Andy, uh, did you get that one? Or are you did. still... You, you did, indeed. Yeah. Yep. So Celtic, Feyenoord um, are in the same group as Celtic along with Lazio. Paul Keaton, that was his name. Paul well done. Still Paul on the... And Diane, there you are. <laughs> could get you on the breakfast show. <laughs> Maybe the early breakfast. We could get you, what, 3 till 5 a.m. <laughs> Back to your performance for Albion Rovers. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. Jealous. Um, so, the Hearts team, I promised to give you it. And yeah, Andy, yes. you predicted the start of the team. So well, we had a good Hearts laugh tonight. with Clark Kent playing the, the last time. That was a super performance. Hey, but uh, they're, they're back in tonight. So, Clark in goal. Of course. Uh, listen, this is the way they publish it. It's not the way they'll line up. Kent, Kingsley, Shanklin, the captain, Boyce, Atkinson, Devlin, Rowles, Cochrane, Civic, and Vargas. I'm not sure why they do it that way, Mark. Don't give us some kind of hint. But, Attacking uh, lineup, though, yeah, Paul. Yeah, for it. You know, Boyce is in there, yes. Shanklin's in there, Vargas is in there. So, yeah, certainly um, Frankie McAvoy and Stevie Naismith going to have a goal. They'll need to try and be on the front foot, maybe just bed themselves mm-hmm. in. Don't get silly, don't get 10 minutes or so and obviously need to find a way to, to go and score a goal to, to bring the tie alive it's interesting how difficult they're finding it coming back from a European tie to play at the weekend both Hearts and yeah. uh, Hibs hopefully I mean and I saw St Mirren Aberdeen last weekend Aberdeen were awful the luckiest team in the world well, to, to yeah. get a point yeah, yeah. and um, you, you all heard Lee Johnson talking about I'll make changes I won't make changes whatever he did they came back and they lost the game. Three games into it and he's been given the boot. And Hearts, 
I, I thought it was a bit of a surprise them losing at Dens Park against Dundee last weekend. Your former club, Andy Hibbs as well. Who would you who would you give the manager's job to? Oh, there must be a million applicants. What a great job to yeah. be managing in Scotland, to be managing in the capital. Um, and I mean, great wages as well. I mean, they play, they pay well. Yeah. I, um, who's it going to be? Their, their big problem is defending. They've got yeah. they've got. I think they've got really good players from middle to front. If they can sort their game out defensively. I think they might have a chance of pushing Aberdeen, pushing Hearts to get that third place. But there'll be a whole host of names that uh, will be in for that job. Who would you give it to? Oh, I've no idea. Mm. I mean, I know that Neil Lennon's available. He's um, He wants it. He won't cost any money. He wants it. He's been there before. I think he was... Um, I thought he was successful yeah, before. Was. Yeah, yeah. But you'll get, you'll get a whole host of applicants for that job. And they wouldn't be... They wouldn't be doing their job, the board of directors, if they didn't, uh, you know, give themselves uh, a bit of time and look at all of them. Mark, what do you think of the Socceroos boss, Graham Arnold, who Graham was Arnold. mentioned? And there was interest, there was contact. I don't think it's happening. I'm pretty sure it isn't. But yeah. that was real and it was active a few days ago. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got a good CV. Obviously, Craig Moore, he yeah. talks uh, highly of him uh, as well. He knows him well. So, so but I think for Hibs at the moment, Paul, uh, just the way the club is structured and everything's been going on, um, I would bring something that knows the Scottish game I said that on Monday night for, for me there's four candidates that, that would do a wonderful job um, depends what route you want to go down there's two in work Derek yeah. McInnes and Malcolm Mackay two out of work Neil Lennon and Callum Davidson know the Scottish game inside out just really settle the club down initially and then start to build um, some of the great resources at the mm -hmm. club lovely training ground but uh, they've, they've not delivered um, often enough and the sack was always coming for Lee John I think most people would have tipped him to be the first one to go but I think any one of those four would come in and, and really um, take 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 Hibs towards where they should be the, the, the idea of going for someone who's come from Australia I think will I think people will open their eyes to that a bit more given yeah. Ange Postacoglu coming here identifying some players that maybe uh, Maybe we were all looking down upon, you know, yeah, we, we've sure. Scottish football, we're we're really good. Australian mm. football, that must be really rubbish. But, I mean, how arrogant were we to think that uh, an Australian manager couldn't come here and make the impact that Ange Postacoglu did and uh, his eye for a player? So, we'll find out soon. I don't think they're going to hang about. They've got a bit of time because of the Scotland Games, Cyprus Hibs. and England. Yeah, for yeah, him. So, yeah. And they kick but, off at Villa Park in just yeah, over an hour. Indeed. Um, tonight as well, Paul. But yeah, they have got a a bit of time I wouldn't expect anybody to be in for their game on Sunday but they'll do something during the international break and come the 16th of, of, of and, September of a new gaffer another tough one on Sunday up at Pataudry because yeah. both of them obviously have got uh, European game, football that'll be yeah. a good game Neil Lennon um, he's the favourite at the moment and could be a good choice I mean you mentioned Neil Lennon had, had a great record at Celtic didn't he in Europe yeah and, and, and I agree with Andy I, I thought Neil Lennon did a terrific job yeah. um, at Hibs you know you look at you know he got them up um, you know he beat Rangers um, I thought they played really attractive football as well they were, they were exciting uh, you'll, to, you, to, to watch you'll remember um, Paul speaking to Stephen McGinn who was yep. in a couple of weeks ago and when he talks about his brother during his time at Easter Road yeah. he will not have a bad word said about Neil Lennon he thought he was he thought he was terrific in the dressing room for not just for, for him for John McGinn yeah. but for everyone the way you know he was he was driving people on to get better results. Apparently, he can mimic him well. Oh, can he? I uh, John does <laughs> Lennon. Does Apparently, you know, does yeah, Lennon uh, behind his back? Quick break. In, yes. Impression. Oh, yeah. Just Scotland midfielder. Yes. Scott McTominay yes. possibly heading to Fulham. Paul. On that quick break, and then we're back. 
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Champions League this season. Group E, Feyenoord, Atletico de Madrid, Lazio of Roma... Celtic de Glasgow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. You have got a future. Uh, with you did. Not on radio, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, what's happening. And tomorrow we'll find out Europa League as well. And looking at the potential uh, draw, you know, we've mentioned a few times. Pot one: West Ham, Liverpool, Roma, Bayer Leverkusen, Villarreal, and Atlanta. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Rangers could be pot one or pot two. Rangers sporting Lisbon. Also pot two, Rennes, Real Betis, Marseille. Pot two or three, Brighton, Molde and SC Freiburg. At Maccabi, Haifa, Sturmgratz, Toulouse, Athens and more. And you haven't even mentioned the Villa four. yet. No, I haven't. And they yeah. look, I think they look as though they want to win that. I mean, the way they approach that game against Hibs, playing their strongest side, actually winning the tie in Edinburgh. I know they, they, they kick off soon in the, the second leg. The game, eh, sorry, the tie is done yeah. and dusted. But that's a manager who's serious about getting European mm. trophies and he's got a great record for it. Yeah, yeah. you you got to fancy Villa to been about there. Say, uh, Unai Emery, I think for sure, he is a world-class yeah. manager. Um and uh, let's hope Aberdeen's in that Europa League draw yeah. as well with Rangers uh, tomorrow Paul let's hope they can see Brilliant. off hacking tonight and, and get into it yeah their team just come out there I see Jensen is in there who was just signed last week wasn't he we'll give you the full team shortly what, what are you thinking Andy? Yeah. well I was going to yeah. ask you what you were thinking about that penalty at the weekend against the man do you think it was a double hit? Do you think it should have no, been no, disallowed? Nah. Did you see it, Mark? Yeah. 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 Do you know, was I was at the game. What did you think? You were there. Well, yeah. I thought they'll need to look at this, okay. but then yeah. you've only got six cameras. The point yeah. I was going to make was, can you imagine that was a Celtic Rangers game? <laughs> Absolutely. What, on mean, Sunday about half twelve yeah. or ten minutes into yeah. Sunday. I mean, you really oh, sure. need something more definitive, but of course, when you've got six cameras, you've only got a light version of that. Of course. Yeah, I know. I've I've never seen that. Have you ever seen that happen? A, a double, a hit. double yeah, hit. Yeah, it's penalty. happened. Has it in the past yeah. few years? I can't remember yeah. which game, but a double hit. I think it was a game down south. Actually, yeah. in the Premier League, yeah, a double hit. I, I think, I think it was. But in, in previously, I I think it was very very hard to 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 disallow it to get him to take it again. I think it was right to stick by the decision. I think they would have just disallowed it and not. It's not a retake if you no, do a double right. hit. Cause but I thought, having looked at it again. Mm-hmm he hit it into the ground. Yeah. And when you hit the ball into the ground yeah, and you lose yeah. your foot, and it does it does give you that that bounce that you saw going over the keeper's leg. So, but what what a moment if you get yeah, that in an all-term game. In 90 plus 10 minutes. So would you have allowed the goal? Yes, I yes. think so. It was With, with the cameras available, sure. it was inconclusive. I remember the penalty shootout at Hamden Celtic Rangers that Rangers won and... Uh, who was it that went up to take a penalty for Celtic and when he put his standing foot I think it was Tom Rogic so he put his standing foot and it actually moved the spot and the ball went up to a different level and he hit it and it went over the bar still flying over the bar isn't it yeah was that the Scottish Cup semi Scottish Cup semi against Ronnie Dyla that's the one one. all our yesterdays with these two obviously (laughs) (laughs) looking to tonight Uh, well done reminding me of Villa against Hibs is there any point saying what's it it going to be so David Gray in charge what what can you do tonight well you've got to learn I I think you've got to learn you've got to go to a ground where they're expecting to win more comfortably again I haven't seen the Villa team but if it's as strong as it was in the first leg 
you, you've just got to defend uh, a lot better. And Hibs were just so yeah. open. I like watching Hibs. I, I like them from middle to front. I think their game against Lucerne, when they got a 3-1 home victory, they got a 2-2 draw away from home. From middle to front, if you've got Ellie Ewan on form, if you've got Martin Boyle, if you've got the new signing, um, I think Hibs from yeah. middle to front are good. They've tightened up defensively and they, they could be a much better team. Here's the team. Marshall, Miller, Hanlon, Yuan, Newell, Jago, Stevenson, Obita, Deutsch, Campbell and Rocky Bashiri. For the Villa, some changes there. Olsen and goals. Consa, Chambers, Pau, Revan, Bailey, Kamara, Douglas Louise, the captain, Tieleman, Kellyman and Duran. So quite a few changes there. But look, mm. it's academic, isn't it? If you were pushed, Mark, what do you think the scoreline's going to be? Uh, Six I, no I, Hibs. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think if I'm, uh, if I'm Hibs, if you're David yeah. Gray, uh, if you can get out of there with, with, with a 3 nothing, you just take it and it's all about Pataudry on Sunday. Okay. Andy, would you hazard a guess at yeah, the scoreline? Villa, yeah. comfortably. They've still yeah. got some good players there. And I think there's a... There's an element of professionalism about Villa, about Unai Emery that, you know, it's not just out for a, you know, a 90 minutes. You want them to win and win comfortably. Here's the Aberdeen team. Roos in goals, of course. Devlin, Shinny the captain, Jensen, McGrath, Majofsky scored that penalty, of course. Clarkson, Duke, McGarry, Morris and Rubizic. Hearts are one down to Powok and that's only what? Right. That game is less than 20 minutes old. Tyson scored after yeah. 16 minutes. 3-1 yeah. in aggregate now for yeah. Falk Salonica. Did you expect them to win tonight? I should ask you I didn't. first probably. Uh, no, sure. I thought their best chance was yeah. to... I thought they were a decent side. Mm. You know, someone that Hearts on their, yeah. their best night could have could have taken care of, but um, they lost some poor goals and uh, one down tonight, it's going to be tough for them to come back from that. Mark, I know you were going to say I think they'll lose an early goal and it's happened, but are they going to come back at all? Uh, Hearts need to score twice Paul mm. to even take it to extra time mm, I'd be surprised no I, I I can't see it no and there's Bedlam in there isn't it in that stadium oh yeah yeah, yeah, is, yeah. yeah proper proper yep. supporters who make it you know a real intimidating atmosphere so what about the Dons who reckoned you know everyone on here I think said well, they would come third this season I spoke yeah. to Barry Robson after the game at the weekend yeah. I asked him about hacking he said you know Swedish champions are really good really good in the middle of the park that's where their big danger was so um, but he was talking about a sellout crowd at Pataudry yeah. the, the prospect of getting some really big uh, clubs if you manage to get uh, through against hacking and bringing those great nights back to Pataudry, which we haven't really had since what Jimmy Calderwood days. Right. Yeah. Was it Bayern yeah. Munich? It was. That's right. They had yeah. it at Pataudry. Group stages yeah. of the Europa great League. Yeah. Scoreline tonight. Are they going to do it? I know it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I think Good. they will. I think they'll win uh, a goal to nil. Mark? 2 1 Aberdeen after extra time. Excellent. We were hoping it would be something like that for Rangers last night. We knew it was going to be tough. But Michael Beale spoke afterwards. They lost 5 1. Oh, listen, I think they're a very, very good team. I thought we found it very, very hard to look after De Jong and the number 10. And they won the duels of our centre backs. And it made the game difficult for us as a team throughout. We could have shown more quality. Um, I felt we started the game quite well, but we ended up sitting deep and we couldn't stay with the ball. And that was partly due to our quality, but also partly to the way that PSV stayed with the ball and counter-pressed us. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that we were terrible because I also think the other team, the resistance was stronger than this team's faced this season. And uh, the level was too much for us. That was clear. 
question will be, Mark, what's the effect going to have on the Rangers team? And it's a, you know it's a, it's a new team for him, but they have great expectations. Yeah, well, there, there can't be any effect, Paul. They, they, they've got to dust themselves down. You know, Michael Beale, James Tavernier. You know, they're still you know Tavernier, um, Goldson. You know, Ryan Jack, Lundstrom, Barisic. You know, th- those guys have been round the block. Uh, Rangers, Jack Butland's an outstanding uh, goalkeeper, but it's your, it's your new boys up front, your match winners, yeah. your creator, creative players. Who would you play? Hey, I know it's a tough I, one. I, but, I, I, yeah. I like Dessers. Uh, uh, you know, Seymour's also got that pace. Matondo's got get that pace. Um, at home, Paul, I'd, I'd, I'd put as much pace into the into the team um, as, as as possible and try and get at Celtic that way. But but for Rangers, they, they can't feel sorry for themselves. I think you know. If Rangers are serious, and we've said this now for the past couple of years, if they are serious about winning the title, um, well, that's they need marker. to win on Sunday. Yeah, that's your if marker. you can't beat Celtic on Sunday, given all the circumstances of where Celtic are and where they've been the past couple of games, given the fact that Celtic might have two or three new players, they'll get their first choice central defence uh, in place, then if Rangers can't win on Sunday, then you know there, there, there's, there's problems there. Uh, Andy, just before I ask your prediction, uh, one of the stars of PSV... He's on the move to England. Bakayako. Yeah, for a lot 30, of money. 30, 35 million. And he's only, what, yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. So he's a guy that's going to improve. I thought he looked a special player, uh, certainly given that age. So many good qualities. Um, plays on the right, but he's all left foot. Got a fair bit of pace, fair bit of power in his, in his shot. It's um, it's always likely guys like this are going to end up in, in England because the, the money there is just uh, is vast. Is it Brentford uh, he's on the way to? Yeah, Brentford put Phenomenal. a bid in, Paul, 35 million quid. Wow, plus add-ons, isn't it? It's amazing. I'm just showing you, you know, the difference uh, money-wise there. Um, Michael Beale spoke afterwards and he was asked uh, about the derby, what's going to happen uh, on Sunday. Listen, they were ruthless. They were ruthless. The, the level between this competition and domestic is different. We go into it, we'll dust this off. It's a huge game. It's the perfect game for us to go into it with. The team we're playing against don't come into it in a fantastic place so it's an intriguing derby at the weekend and everything's to play for Andy Celtic going Boyd would you think by the draw Feyenoord Atletico Madrid and Lazio well I think you just look at the last couple of games and Celtic haven't been good enough so their level of performance has to improve and I think they're capable of it and it is a big game um, and Brendan Rodgers will want to make a mark with this Celtic team it'll be interesting to see if his new signings get a game from the start I think they probably will, just to give the team a bit of a lift. Uh, it will heighten their level of concentration. There's no excuse for Celtic to go to Ibrox and not win. Mm. Um, they just need to play to their potential, and I think they're capable of winning that game. How big a factor um, having all Rangers fans there? So if you're Celtic player up against 50,000, does it? how big a part? Could that play? I'm just really disappointed that there's no away support. It doesn't look as though you're going to get any away support for quite some time. Um, it's just the way it is. I don't understand why both clubs want to dilute this fixture, but it will make a difference. You're you're no one there at all who is uh, supporting your cause, but it's all about the players. It's all about what they can do, and uh, I think Celtic at their best will beat Rangers at their best just now. And scoreline then, do you think, Sunday? I'm going to go 2-1 Celtic. Mark, what do you reckon? I, Celtic have not scored the last two games. I can't see them going three games in a row without scoring. Can Rangers score two to beat them in front of their own fans? 
Yeah, I think they can. However, I'm, I'm, yeah. going, to, I'm going to go 2 2 right. on Sunday, Paul. 2 2 in the, in, in the game at Ibrooks. Right, we'll put that tomorrow night to Craig Moore and Peter Grant. Guys, thanks so much. Busy Pleasure. couple of hours. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, thanks Andy. Paul. Enjoy the weekend. We're back tomorrow night at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.